Welcome to the Life in the Driver's Seat podcast. I'm Jacqueline Emery, a life coach passionate about helping you go from surviving life to living your life on purpose. It's time to get out of the passenger seat and into the driver's seat of your life. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Life in the Driver's Seat podcast. How is everyone? How are you guys? How are you enjoying this fall season? I just love all the seasons. I keep a list in Google Docs, I'm such a nerd, (laughs) of each season and all of the fun things to fit in every season. So we did the Zubu last week, and tonight we are getting ready to do a zombie escape room with my cousin Hallie after I finish recording this. We actually did one a few weeks ago together, and I had no idea how good my cousin and her husband were at it. I don't even think they know how good they are. I was like stumbling around the room and I found a prop gun in the corner and I'm like, hey guys, look what I found. And they're like, yeah, we use that to shoot a ray into the cannon in the corner that shut out these playing cards that we use to open the safe over there. (laughs) So needless to say, we won. We escaped the room and I'm looking forward to tonight and escaping again. Okay, so let's get into today's topic, which many of you have been waiting for. This is one I feel like I've been talking about doing for the longest time and mentioning on all my other episodes. So without further ado, how to stop people-pleasing. This is one of the biggest things I think my clients and friends even come to me with and something I actually love coaching on. So if you're struggling with being a chronic people pleaser, you are in the right place. You found the right coach. Let's do this. And if you know someone who is a people pleaser and wants help in this area, like don't accuse them of being a people pleaser, but if they are someone who would like help in this area, please share this episode with them. Help me get the word out by sharing this podcast with anyone you know who could benefit. So first, we are going to discuss what people-pleasing is, why we do it, what's the problem with it, and how to stop doing it. So let's get started. So what is people-pleasing? People-pleasing is basically having trouble saying no to people, even at the expense of your own needs or well-being. People-pleasing pretends to be, or it masquerades as, helping people, being a good person, being a good friend, being a good Christian, being kind, being compassionate, being selfless. But what is people-pleasing really? People-pleasing is lying. It's doing something we don't really want to do, and pretending to be someone we're not. There is a big difference between doing something for someone out of love and service and people-pleasing. So just know that converting from being a people-pleaser does not mean that you're not going to do anything for anyone again. It means you are going to be honest with yourself and with other people. 
You're going to do things out of love and desire and abundance, not out of worrying what people will think of you or wanting to be liked or feeling obligated or guilt-driven or worrying about how other people are going to feel. This mindset and this way of living changes everything. And it will, it will bring you so much like true happiness and fulfillment. So now let's discuss why so many of us people please. Why do we do it? If you are someone who struggles with people pleasing and you feel like there must be something wrong with you, I want you to know you are completely normal. This is naturally the way we're wired as human beings. Our brain is telling us in order to stay alive, which remember, your brain is always, that's all it's trying to do 24 hours a day is help you stay alive. And in order to do that, it's telling you, you must be liked and accepted so that we stay part of the pack. We stay part of the community. We don't want to be kicked out and left to fend for ourselves or we will die. So you inherently strive for acceptance from other people and for belonging. It comes down to we want to be liked and we want to be seen as a good person. We really just want that acceptance from other people. It's why we want to be liked and we worry so much about what other people think of us. We also, another reason is we want to feel needed. Okay, even if we hold resentment towards the other person who is the one doing the needing, <laughs> like we want to feel needed, but then we resent the person that is the one needing, <laughs> which can be very confusing. Another thing to watch out for is many people or many of us like to play the martyr. Okay, we have a story. I have to be there for them. I have to be so many things for so many people, right? We play the martyr. And some of us may even subconsciously, another reason that we people please is subconsciously, we can even use it as an excuse to not grow, right? Like, how can I work on all my things? How can I grow when I'm so busy and I have to do all of these things for other people? So what is the problem with people pleasing? People-pleasing takes a toll on our emotional and physical health. It can make us feel emotionally and physically drained and exhausted. We can feel bitter and resentful or taken advantage of. It makes it harder for us to take care of ourselves and our family or show up for them in our most full state. It steals our time and our energy from working towards our own goals and dreams. And ultimately, it costs us the life and the results that we desire. And the ironic thing is it ultimately also is costing us our relationships, even though we think people-pleasing is what is sustaining the relationships. So we think... We don't want to be bitter and unkind, so we say yes and we people please, which makes us bitter and unkind. It's making us the very thing we're trying to avoid. It's very interesting to look at. We're lying to the person in the relationship, saying yes to the things we really want to say no to, which is not building a real relationship at all. It's a fake relationship where you're pretending to be something that you're not. I had a friend text me just the other day and say, 
that a friend of hers had an, an important event, but they didn't want to go. They were going through a lot themselves. And they texted me and they said, I just want your thoughts on this. And I said, well, if you're only going to this event based on what they will think of you if you don't go, then that's something to look at. Like that's something to question. Like, do I want to live that way? And then their response was, well, what if it was so-and-so? And they named a friend of mine. Well, what would you do? And, I, and I'm and i like, well, I would wholeheartedly want to go. So I would, so I would go. But that's a completely different situation altogether. It's it's about it's irrelevant what I would do, right? Because I would absolutely go because that's something I would want to do. But it's about listening to yourself. Because there's things I don't want to do that I have had to realize aren't for me and learn to say no. And this is just one example I want to throw out to you guys, but we have a very large family on my husband's side. And when I was asked to host holidays for like 40 people or 50 people, I would absolutely melt. And for some of you listening, you're like, what's the big deal? That sounds amazing. But for an introvert like me, it sounds absolutely awful. And I tried and I just realized it was not for me. I felt so stressed and so anxious and the way I treated my kids and my husband and I stressed for weeks before it and I missed like precious holiday times when my kids were so little and it just brought, it just, I just was not for me and I started saying no to hosting big events. And is this something I could coach myself out of if I really worked on it? I'm sure. (laughs) But I choose to set healthy boundaries and protect my emotional well-being. And I accept myself. And I know my gifts. And I know the way I'm built and what I'm built for and what's not for me. And I am happy with that. And other people should be doing the same thing for themselves. I want the people in my life to know that when I say yes to something, it is because I mean it. It is because I want to do it. But so many of us are living our lives thinking people will be mad at me, or I'm going to hurt their feelings, or people will think I'm selfish, or I'm not a good person, or I'm not a good friend. But the truth is, you cannot make anyone feel any way or think anything. That's completely and 100% up to them. They are responsible for their own feelings and emotions. But we go around trying to do all of the things for all the people and be a certain way to control what others think of us and how they feel about us. And we are not responsible for their emotions. And this turns around too. This goes the other way. Others are not responsible for how you feel either. So catch yourself when you think someone is making you feel a certain way. Recognize you are choosing to feel that way based on your thoughts. And those are optional. Those are a choice. And they are your choice and only your choice. So a lot of people think they don't have an option when it comes to people pleasing. I was at a get together um, a few weeks ago and a woman was telling me all about her family stuff that was going on and how her sister was absolutely draining her and it was really affecting her in a negative way. And I just listened. I get that a lot. (laughs) People just tell me all of their things that are going on. It's very interesting. So I just listened. And then later that night, she she found me and she said, hey, I really love talking with you earlier. I wanted you to tell me what to do about my sister. And I said, "Why why do you need to do anything? 
And she said, well, she's driving me crazy and it's really affecting me. And it's also affecting my marriage now too. And I said, well, maybe it's time to step up and create some boundaries. And she said, well, she's family. And I said, so what does that mean? And she said, oh, I see what you're getting. You younger people just think it's fine to cut people out. (laughs) And I don't know if she meant like canceling. (laughs) I don't know what she was referring to, like cancel, canceling people or what she meant. But I want you listening to pay attention to the stories that you tell yourself when it comes to people pleasing, right? The secret to life is taking responsibility. And responsibility means focusing on what is in your control. So when we tell our things like, when we tell ourselves things like, well, they're family, I don't have a choice. That is a story, okay? If it's costing you your emotional well-being, you need to take responsibility. Well, you don't understand. This person, they call me all the time. Are you answering the phone? Well, you don't understand. This person, they just stop by all the time. There's nothing that I can do. Are you answering the door? Well, this person needs me. You don't know the story. They need me. You don't know what that person's capable of if they needed if they needed to be, right? You don't know what they're capable of put in that situation. And that could be the biggest gift that you give them. I want you to consider this idea. What if there aren't difficult, needy people? <laughs> what if there is just you not setting boundaries or being willing to take the uncomfortable action or saying the uncomfortable things? Whoa. I'm going to say that one more time. <laughs> what if there aren't like, difficult, needy people? What if there is just you? not setting boundaries, or being willing to take the uncomfortable action or say the uncomfortable things. I broke it down this way to this woman, and I just want to say this to you, if you're listening and you're struggling with people pleasing in your life and it's affecting you in a negative way and you just don't know what to do. So basically, you have three options. So what are your options when it comes to what to do if you are a chronic people pleaser? Number one, you can continue to feel the same and do nothing. Okay, so you can continue to say yes to things you don't want to say yes to and continue to people please and do nothing. But if you choose this, I want you to acknowledge that you are choosing it. Every time you say yes to something that you don't want to say yes to, or you complain about something or complain about someone, I want you to think to yourself, I am choosing this. This is within my control. Number two, you can change you. You can take responsibility. And this can come as changing your thoughts about something or someone until you feel happier about doing the thing for them. You can also, the other part of this, which is what I highly recommend, is to create healthy boundaries, which I'm going to talk about in just a second. And then the third option you have is to cut cut some someone free, okay? And this is with love. We, with no animosity, we forgive them, we love them, we hold no grudge. And in this scenario, people can get pretty angry and it might get ugly. I'm not going to lie, (laughs) but you need to decide if it's better to let them feel that way and go through that or keep this in your life if it's affecting you and your family and your marriage. And you need to decide if you want to keep dealing this for years to come. 
So now I want to talk about how we can stop people pleasing. And I want to give you guys three steps on how to do that. Because here's the thing, most of us are not going to want or need to get to the point where we're cutting people out of our life. And there's going to be people in our life who are important to us and that we want in our life. We just need to learn healthy ways to stop people pleasing. And that's what I want to go over with you guys now. So I'm going to give you guys three steps to stop people pleasing. So number one, question your answer before you give it. Is this something I want to do out of love or out of guilt, obligation? And be honest with yourself and to other people. Number two, realize and accept that you are not responsible for and you cannot control anyone else's emotions. They choose how they think and feel. They can choose to get upset at you for saying no, and you have to learn the skill of being genuinely okay with that. It's very hard, again, because we want to be liked and we want to make everyone happy, but we need to be okay, right? They can choose, other people can choose to feel however they want about us saying no. And we have to learn the skill of being okay with that. And number three is set boundaries. Decide ahead of time what you will do and what you will not do. Do not decide in the moment. This is when we let our people-pleasing brain take over. It's like, this person's going to be real upset. I really want to be liked. (laughs) And if it's appropriate, you can tell the other person the boundary. Like if you have someone in your life that is a constant um, source of your people pleasing and it's really putting a strain in your life and your your emotional well-being, then it might be helpful to tell this other person the boundary. Okay, but you don't have to. Boundaries are for you. So the important thing to remember about a boundary is that a boundary is never about controlling another person. It's about protecting yourself. So how do you set a boundary? A boundary says, if you do this, I will do this. Okay, so let's look at an example. If you smoke in my house, I will ask you to leave. Right? It's not controlling the other person and it's not saying you can't smoke. It's saying, if you smoke in my house, I will ask you to leave. Or here's another example. If you stop by unannounced, I will not answer the door. So as an example, like a real example from a client I had, I had a client who came to me for relationship coaching and she was talking about how she had made it very clear to some of her husband's family that she did not allow dogs inside of her house. And every time these family members came, they brought the dogs. And it was causing just a lot of negative emotions in her and then obviously in her marriage. And they were arguing about it and she wanted him to you know, stand up for her and just causing a lot of friction in the marriage. So I taught her how to set boundaries. And we created a boundary around the dogs. Okay, so we created a boundary that said, if anyone brings dogs to the house, they will have to be left in the car or put in a crate in the garage. So as you can see, it's following the, if this happens, I will do this. Okay, so if dogs are brought to the house, I'm going to ask that they be left in the car or be put in a 
crate in the garage. And at first, she was so scared that everyone would be mad at her if she, you know, said that they had to leave the dogs in the car or put them in a crate. And I said, well, if they are mad, it's because they are choosing to be mad. You aren't making them mad. You are clearly stating, in my home, I don't allow dogs. And if they choose to bring them, then it's their choice. And this is what you're going to do. And it changed everything. Another example is I had a client who had a neighbor that always wanted to be invited over when they saw them sitting outside with friends. And my client was getting very, um, I don't want to say annoyed, but it was very negatively impacted by this. And they were saying, like, this is my home and I have to live next door to this person and I have to keep inviting them. And I said, just stop inviting them. And they said, yeah, but they text me and they say that their feelings are hurt and I have to live next door to this person. And so my client's solution was they were just going to start hiding inside. They weren't going to sit on the deck with their friends. And I taught her, no, we have to set a boundary. If the neighbor texts when you have friends over, one, we could say we don't have to acknowledge the text or two, you can reply with, I'm spending time with some friends right now. We can catch up later. And if she wants to be hurt over that and she chooses to be hurt, that's okay. And let's work through you being okay with that. Like, let's really accept that that's her choosing to be hurt. You're not hurting her. You're not doing anything wrong. This is a boundary. If you text me when I'm out with friends, when my friends are over, I'm either not going to answer the text or if I do, I'm going to respond with, I will catch up with you later. I'm spending time with friends right now. Instead of hiding, like, isn't that funny? We would rather just avoid the negative thing. We're like, no, we'll just hide inside the house. It's like, no. And we think that that's saving the relationship. But it's not saving the relationship. Because if we're either hiding inside the house or inviting them over when we don't, when we don't want to, we're just creating animosity. We're creating bitterness inside of us towards that person. So we're not saving the relationship, the relationship at all. We're hurting it. So the point with boundaries is that you need to be committed to sticking to them or they don't work. I feel like this is really where the work comes in. You set the boundary, but then you need to be committed to sticking with it because it's going to be uncomfortable. So take some time and write down your boundaries. If this happens, I will do this. And take responsibility for your well-being. Share these boundaries if it makes sense to do that. I'm telling you, if you are a people pleaser and it's affecting your life and your emotions and your relationships in a negative way, these three steps, if you commit to them, will make such a difference in your life. It will make such an impact on your happiness and your well-being. And if you listened to this episode and it really hit home, I would love to help you transform your life in this area. I can help you with taking responsibility and setting boundaries and sticking to them, which is probably the hardest part, and working through all of the hard emotions that come from that and learning the skill of owning your emotions and letting other people own theirs. It is a skill that will change your life forever moving forward. You will have this skill for the rest of your life. You can book your free breakthrough call that can absolutely be a turning point in your life. 
I want to hear all about you and what you are currently experiencing and what you want to be experiencing in your life instead, and I will help you get clear on a path to get there. You can schedule a call by visiting JacquelineEmery.com forward slash consult, and I am so excited to connect with you and help you feel how you want to feel and transform your life into what you desire. I am here to help you every step of the way. I love you, and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. If you're ready to take this work deeper and start applying what you're learning, I'd like to invite you to join the Life in the Driver's Seat program, where you will get out of the passenger seat and into the driver's seat of your life using my signature method. To get a taste of what coaching can do for you and discuss how my program can help, you can book your free breakthrough call by visiting JacquelineEmery.com forward slash consult. That's J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-Y-N-E-M-E-R-Y dot com forward slash consult. I'm looking forward to connecting with you soon.